Welcome back to Banter and Barlow. I did it! First shot. Yay! Alright guys, here it is. Here it is. We're back. You're listening to the Banter with Barlow podcast. I'm none other than Jim Barlow. Uh, I'm the guy that's bantering here. Um, on this week's show, we're going to talk a lot about all kinds of stuff. Um, got back from a vacation not too long ago, so I wanted to talk about that. Went to Hilton Head, South Carolina. Phenomenal place. I loved it. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, it'll get in your back pocket. No doubt about that. So you better be coming with some big stacks if you go and go to Hilton Head. Because I'm telling you right now, family of four, if you sit down at a restaurant, you're spending at least $100. At least. Uh, so I'm going to talk about that. But then some other stuff happened. Uh, you know, I'm a, I am don't normally talk about like sports and stuff like that. Um. But there was a couple things that I really want to talk about. One was Stephen Thompson. Uh, he's a US, UFC fighter. His name's Wonder Boy. Um, I've followed him. He's a South Carolina uh, native and really awesome guy. And uh, I feel like he's getting screwed. So I wanted to talk about that. So essentially, I'll just I'll start. We'll start with that, right? So I don't know if you guys know uh, Stephen Thompson. UFC fighter, he um, fights in the 170-pound division, right? So, here lately, and I've noticed this, some fighters are missing weight. And when I say missing weight, if you don't know about it, you know, you have to come in on a certain day and a certain time, and you have to be, for let's say Thompson's division, right, you have to be 170 pounds, Boom, you got to weight on the scale, or else, you know, there you go. So, I've noticed this a couple times, and, and this actually happened to him once before with Darren Till. And he, I think Darren Till was like four or five pounds over, and he didn't make it. But Steven actually ended up taking the fight, and it went to like decision and stuff like that. <clears throat> and so, he talks about it now how, you know, he felt like the weight and how. He was kind of drained from the weight cut versus the other guy was kind of fresh because he didn't have the same weight cut. Uh, And he felt like that played a big impact on it, right? So he took that fight and he lost it. So this past weekend or whatever, uh, and I'm going to say his name completely wrong, Brazilian guy. His name's Miguel Pereira or Michelle Pereira. To me, it looks like Michael Pereira, right? Um, but it's pronounced differently. Anyway, the dude's really big to be to be in the 170 division, obviously. So, Stephen Thompson, he goes up there. He does what he says he's going to do. Dude's been fighting in the UFC forever, and he makes weight. He's 170. He's good. So, Miguel, or Michelle, he gets up there, and he's like four or five pounds over. And so then they're like, well, uh, you know, you got two hours or an hour to cut the weight or, you know, whatever the time frame is. And he doesn't, he doesn't even really try. His camp comes back and he's just like, he's not going to make the weight. So now Stephen Thompson, 
he's kind of getting the bad rap and like the uh like people are blaming him they're kind of like well man it's only three pounds i mean blah 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 you know you should be able to fight so steven's like no nah, dude i'm not you know i'm not fighting man i signed up for 170 pounds that's it if you don't make the weight then you don't fight me so he's got that attitude now about it and i kind of like it man i agree you know in a sport like that, it's very competitive. Um, so there's a lot of like turmoil on the back end. Like Stephen Thompson's getting a lot of turmoil, and I hate that because I really like the guy. Uh, and you know he hasn't been paid uh, because you know they didn't fight, so he hasn't been paid from UFC. I'm sure UFC will probably cut him a check, or hell, they might. They might not. You know, I don't know. Um, but there's still a little turmoil on that. So it's kind of a weird scenario, right? But I, I just want to talk about that. I hope they do my boy right because I like Wonder Boy. He's got like a really cool style and, you know, he's kind of a local, kind of close to home here. So I've always, um, I've always kind of like followed it. Not really, you know, like, oh yeah, Stephen Thompson, blah, blah, blah. I'm not like following him, following him, but I always respect him and thought he was really, really cool fighter. So I hope they do him right, man. I really do. Hopefully they don't uh, screw him over on that. Uh, so I want to talk about that. And then another thing I want to talk about is uh, something that just happened yesterday, right? I'm recording this on Sunday, so I don't know whenever you'll hear this, but WWE SummerSlam happened. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, you're going to talk about wrestling, dude? I don't What the hell? I don't even give a shit. Dude, it was a great pay-per-view. I really enjoyed it. Um, a lot of great matches. A lot of really good matches. Old Logan Paul was on there. Uh, <laughs> I just, oh, man. He, he plays a great role because you just hate that guy. You know what I mean? Like, you really just, you're just like, oh, this guy, this guy stinks. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, my little boy watches SpongeBob. and <laughs> This guy, oh Lord, hold on. <laughs> Get a little sip of water here. But anyway, so a lot of good matches on it. They had the Cody Rhodes Brock Lesnar match. That was awesome. That was a good match. Um, I don't want to like go over stuff and spoil stuff and all that, but what I wanted to talk about was something that it's kind of pissing me off, man. It's kind of pissing me off. So, for the longest time, we have been talking this story, or WWE has been talking the story, of Roman Reigns. He's the heavyweight champion of the world. He's been the champ for over a thousand days. Like, it's phenomenal, right? This is history happening right here in front of us. And so, this storyline that they have portrayed in, like, you know, the tribal chief and the turmoil between the brothers of Jimmy and Jey Uso, who are the cousins of Roman Reigns. And then you got the other guy, Solo Sequoia, and they're all family and blah, 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 and there's turmoil, right? So in the beginning, well, I'm not I'm gonna say in the beginning, but not really the beginning of the story. And I would say the beginning of this little chapter, let's, let's put it that way, right? The beginning of this chapter, you had... Uh, it was kind of Jimmy Uso who was on the way out. He's like, you know, I don't like the way Roman's doing this, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, so he's kind of like on the fence. And then his brother Jay is trying to like, nah, man, you know, you gotta, you gotta stay in line here. You gotta do it. So he kind of, you know, he keeps him in there, right? So then what, you know, long story short, I don't want to just go in great detail of this because I don't want people to be bored out of their mind or whatever, but essentially what happens is you have Jimmy on the outs because of what he did. And there was this huge turmoil because they're in the middle of the ring and, and Roman's telling Jay to handle this, you know. And Jay says, you know what? Roman's the tribal chief. He's the man. He's the one that's done all this. And he's got the belt a thousand days. And he's leading our family to this. And, you know, he's really pouring it out, man. This is a story here, brother. I mean, you're you're into it. You're 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 into that character. You know, you this is some storytelling. So Jay says, you know what, dude? You're out. You're out. I'm siding with Roman. And everybody in the audience is just stunned. They're just like, oh, man, he's good. But then he says, you're out, and I'm out too. And he turns around, and he kicks Roman Reigns right in the mouth. And it's the tag team, the Usos. You know, they've been, as, their, as their music says, down since day one, right? And you're feeling it. Like, you're just like, oh, my God, he turned on him, you know? You're, in, you're on the edge of the seat, man. You paid for the full seat, but you're only using the edge, folks. So he turns on him. And the brothers, you know, they're they're doing their thing. Right? They're doing all this. They're they're gonna and they're gonna challenge Roman. They're gonna do this. So they're getting the better of Roman. They're getting the better of Solo Sequoia. They're doing all this stuff, right? So what happens is they're fighting, they're doing this. You know, these are all like weeks that lead up to SummerSlam. So the prior week, I forget exactly the transaction that happened, but what essentially happened was Solo and Roman just beat the crap out of them, and they put Jimmy through a table, and they hurt him bad. They hurt him, right? So they had to send him to the hospital. So now Jay's just like, you know, you did this to my brother. You did this to my brother. <laughs> right? You're you're in you're in it. You're in the storyline, dude. You're in the storyline. This man, Roman Reigns, has had the title for over a thousand days. Like, this has never happened in my lifetime. So, what do they do? They build the battle. Jay Roman. They're battling SummerSlam. It's you think in your mind, you're like, this is it. He's already had the belt over a thousand days. This is where he's going to lose it. This is where they're going to take it. They're going to put it on Jay. And in my mind, I kept thinking Jimmy would come back, especially in the later on part of the match when Solo's interfering and then Solo and Roman are kind of tagging up on Jay and they're beating him up. In, your, in my mind, I was thinking, any minute now, Jimmy's going to come in here and he's going to sweet chin music or something. I'm saying sweet chin music. That's not the actual name of it, but uh, he's going to super kick Roman or something. You know, something's going to happen like that. And then Jay's going to win the damn belt and they're going to take it off Roman. And that's how it's going to end. Right? So I'm just thinking, like, oh, man. 
It's a back and forth battle. They build it up. Roman's entrance takes 17 and a half minutes. You know, you got Paul Heyman. <laughs> I am an advocate for the reigning, defending tribe, my tribal chief. Paul, Paul Heyman, he kills me, right? So he's like building him up, man. There, I mean, he comes out, he's like putting his hand up, throwing the one finger. He's got the daggum tribal chief chili pepper necklace. You know, like he won the chili cook-off and he got the necklace. <laughs> you know, he's out there, dude. He, and he gets out there and he's just playing it up, dude. He's playing it up. He's SummerSlam. Acknowledge me. I mean... You're on the edge of your seat, dude. They build all this shit. They build it up. They build the story up. They're fighting like hell. It's going back and forth, back and forth. There's so many close falls where you're thinking, Jay's got it right here. Right here, This is, he did the super kick, and he did the frog splash. He's got him one, two. Oh, he kicks out. My God. Two and three quarters, folks. He kicks out. Anyway. Back and forth, back and forth. Now Solo is tag, you know, Solo's in there. He's beating, they're, they're ganging up on him. They're ganging up on him. And then what happens? Now this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to know what happens on SummerSlam, like maybe you recorded it or something. I got it on, we got it on Peacock, you know, whatever. Uh, so I'm telling you now, it's a spoiler. I'm going to tell you what happens. So if you don't want to listen, if you don't want to know what happens, then don't listen to the rest of it. You come back after my commercial break and then we'll follow back. But, oh, there's somebody right there. They just sent me a minute. Anyway, it's just frustrating to me, man, because I'm telling you, I've grown up on this crap. I'm 40, year, I'm 40 years old. I'm talking about this shit. I love it, dude. Anyway, what happens, right? Solo, they're tag teaming him up. They're, you know, you're just like, oh, God, Jay's lost it. Out of nowhere, Jay's on the outside. Out of nowhere, a man in all black with a black hoodie come out, out from the audience, and interrupts the freaking three count where he had, where Jay had Roman dead to rights. You just knew it was going to be a three count, and Jay was going to win. This guy comes out of the audience, pulls him off the Roman off the pin. And breaks up the count right then and there. And none other, who is the mysterious man in all black, right? He pulls this little bandana off and he pulls his hoodie off. And it's his brother, Jimmy. Right? And then what does he do? He super kicks Jay right in the mouth. Slides him back in the ring. And then Roman spears him and wins the match. What in the hell? What the hell? Dude, what... They just put you in the hospital. You just got all this crap. I just feel like, my God, you are just dragging this story. Like, I mean, if anything, you could have had Cody beat him. I don't know. That might not have been as good. But now you have Jay there. You know, you could create the argument for Cody, whatever you want to do, right? Maybe now that Cody's done with Brock, maybe now he's going to set up his... Well, you still don't know. You still don't know if he's going to go back to Roman or if he's going to do something with Seth Rollins for his belt. So there's an argument there. But my my thing is, dude, why, 
You do all that time and all this storytelling. And then you flip-flop it. And now you have Jimmy turn on Jay. When that... I mean, that shit just does not even make any sense at all. Some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I was just like, what in the hell? When I saw him come out, I was like, what the hell? Oh, God. So if you saw SummerSlam and you liked it or you didn't like it, give me your thoughts and opinions. You can Facebook me. You can Instagram me. You can damn leave a message on the podcast, whatever. I just had to get that off my chest. I just, I just, I'm upset about it. I don't know. You know, I don't really have a lot of guys that, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know many people that are like, oh, this is why they did it. Oh, yeah. Cause, you know, here's what happened. And now they're going to make him team with Roman. <laughs> what? I mean, WrestleMania is like damn near a year away. It just happened. You know, so now you're going to build this. You're going to drag this shit out again for nothing like, dude, it's SummerSlam. You could have ended it with Jay, and and you still kind of kept it in the family. You know what I mean? With the whole family dynamic deal. But what the hell? They got, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. So maybe somebody can. You send me a message. Oh, what? Oh, uh, Landovan. Landovan's here. He's my audio engineer. He's telling me we got to do a commercial. So we'll go ahead. We'll do the commercial and uh, we'll be right back. We'll talk about Hilton Head. All right. Hilton Head. We'll talk about Hilton Head. Come on back. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Find us on Anchor, Spotify, Instagram, and YouTube. Are you a concerned parent that wants your child to experience the joy of football? Well, I tell you folks, go ahead and stop looking because you found it. I bought the time here on the Banner Barley program because I wanted to experience, I want you folks at home to experience the joy and love for the game that I have. I'm Coach Bull Haggerty. And with my two-week camp summer spectacular extravaganza football clinic, your child, I tell you what, your, does your child back talk? Do they have attitude problems? Do they not eat their carrots or their peas? Well, that stuff will stop. And Coach Bull Haggerty, we'll make them run laps till they puke. They will build the self-confidence and respect and discipline, and they will become great football players. Some people say, well, Coach, you're a little too hard on them. I say that's bullshit. I've gave my life to this sport. And these kids, my God, I love these kids. And they love football. So sign your kids up for the two-week extravaganza special Bull Haggerty School. All right, all right, all right. I hope you had a quick little bathroom break and we're back. Uh, Good little sponsor here. I'm going to get a little water here. Uh, turns out, no, I'm not. I'm out of water. Anyway, we're back with the banner. You're listening to Banner with Barlow, and uh, I'm Barlow, and I'm doing the bannering. Uh, yep, so, you know, talking earlier, you know, my name's Jimmy, but I'm not the Jimmy that screwed over Jay. Okay, I'll tell you, hell, that might be the title of the show right there, folks. I, tell you, I just, you know, I come up with it right 
it's, you know, we do it live. We do it live here, okay? Anywho, I uh, came back from vacation this past week, man. You, sometimes you just got to, you know, you just got to do a little vacay. You just got to, you know, let the, uh, you know, let the top down on the Corvette and just, you know, let the hair, uh, wind roll through your hair. Let the hair, Jesus. Let the uh, wind roll through your hair, you know, like I got a lot of it, so it's really cool to do, but did the little, uh, did a little trip down there, went down to Hilton Head. Went down there, talked to a man about a horse, and uh, came on back, went straight back. You know, dropped a load off in Mississauga and just came on back. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> no, it was a good time, man. It was a good time. Uh, I, I had never been to Hilton Head, so I kind of didn't really know. Uh, I didn't know the vibe, as they say down there, so... Went and checked it out. Uh, found a lot of cool places. You know, the beach. I like the beach. I have never seen the what, the ocean so calm. Like, we went there, and there was no, like, hardly any freaking waves. I was, I was trying to get my little boy. Uh, he's wanting to do, like, I've always, I've called it boogie boarding. <laughs> I'm going to get, what? What the hell is boogie boarding, Jim? I mean, what are you talking about? Uh, so I, you know, I'm trying to get him to do it. He's eight, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, you know, he just kind of, it was just like, you couldn't even do that. There was no waves, man. I've just never, every day too. That's what's so weird. And then we had, uh, the other guy, my other little fella, he got stung by a daggum jellyfish. So that sucked. So, you know, what are you going to do? Aside from that, uh, really cool town, man. Um, I, I like uh, looking at lighthouses. I think they're pretty cool. So we did the whole tour down there and uh, got to see all the stuff about the lighthouse down there. That was pretty neat. Um, and did a little dolphin. Like, uh, you go on a boat and you can, like, hopefully you'll see dolphins. So this was kind of a wild trip because uh, I didn't know that this occurred and it was... Uh, not a, I don't know, I'm, I'm not like a huge like dolphin follower or whatever, but we got to see it happen, and I guess it's pretty rare, judging from what the tour guide was telling us, who's driving the boat, but we got in like a little spot here where kind of like a, a few mothers, mother dolphins, I'm, you know, if you tune in to the Banner of Barlow podcast for animal news, you're, yeah, you're missing the boat, dude, so. Anyway, there's there's mama dolphins, like three or four of them, right? And then there's like four or five of the baby dolphins. And uh, I didn't know this was a thing, but I guess they were teaching them like how to hunt fish and all this. I don't know. Anyway, they're coming around. It's like a little, it's like a little area, right, where the shoreline is kind of tight, uh, and it's almost in a circle right? Because it's like low tide. So there's like spots of land that normally wouldn't be there, right? So what they're doing is they're like, I'm going to say funneling. They're all swimming in like a little, you know, like almost like a straight line, right? Side by side. And I got this on video, which is so wild. Um, but they, they like funnel the fish in front of them, right? And then the, the ones on the outer edges kind of go up a little further and now they've got them in like a little square. They've got the fish kind of contained, right? 
and then they just they just shoot up on the land like the dolphins literally swim up on the ground like they're beaching themselves. And when they do that, they push all these fish right up on the land. And so, you know, the little babies can eat, you know, ba- the baby dolphin. I don't know what the correct term for baby dolphin is, but uh, <laughs> the baby dolphins can eat all these fish, you know, so that's pretty cool. And then there's like birds, you know, uh, the it's like the birds know that they're about to do it. So they'll just be waiting. They're like, oh, they're going to they're gonna hit this little low spot right here. And then, boom, they just shove like 40 fish right up on the ground. And then the birds are like, okay, free food. Boom. There you go. So that was really cool, man. That was like a cool little, I didn't know that. I'm not out in, you know, I'm not out like in dolphin country running around and watching them. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was pretty wild. Uh some other things were um, we rented bicycles, right? And I've, I have forgot how fun. It's probably the environment because it's so, like, just flat. Uh, but we had a really good time just daggum riding bikes, you know? I, I mean, I used to ride bikes all the time when I was a little boy. And... Uh, I mean, it was cool, man. We just, you know, you're just cruising. You're just beach cruising. You're on the beach cruiser. And there's a ton of, like, you can tell that that area, you know, there's tons of sidewalks. There's tons of little, like, um, where they're encouraging people to either walk or, you know, like, get out. You know, it's it's a, trails everywhere. It was really cool, man. Really cool. Um, the food's really good. I was talking about the food earlier, but. To me, in my opinion, it's a little expensive. But, you know, here's the thing. You're at the beach. It's the time of their, you know, vacation. You know, this is like, it's a tourist town, right? So the prices are naturally going to be a little higher because this is when they've got to make their money. Um, but everything's so freaking high now. So I can't really complain, man. You know, it is what it is. Hell, you go to McDonald's, you're paying $13, $12 for a damn one meal. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, we had a really good time, man. Really good time. I enjoyed it. Um, I encourage anybody to go Hilton Head Island. You know, go go down there. And you come for the uh, you come for the vibes and you stay for the crab cakes. Okay? That's right. <laughs> well, that's enough bannering. Uh, you know, I hope you enjoy the show. Hope you know, I appreciate you listening. Uh, if you like it, then you know, hey, maybe tell a friend about it, share it, you know, get it out there and spread the word. Until next time, uh, tell your mom and everybody we love them. And we appreciate them. Okay. Well, all right then. Well, all right now. Well, bye bye. My looking picking picking nose.